You are listening to the Commerce Insights with Woman podcast, where inspiring industry experts share their experiences and insights with us. We are here to bust the myth that commerce is complex, dull, and difficult. I am your host, Jacinda. Let's make commerce easy and exciting together. Welcome to an episode of the Commerce Insights podcast with Woman. I'm here today with our chief evangelist, Mikko Rekola, to talk about the role of data in today's world of commerce, what are the pitfalls brands should be aware of, and how you can maximize data to the best of its ability. We actually had our first episode ever on here where we discussed the topic of data and how you can use it for growth in e-commerce. But today we are diving deeper into this topic as data is becoming increasingly a part of everyone's daily lives and it's transforming the way that we're doing business. So welcome, Mikko. Thanks, Jacinda. Good to see you. Good to see you too. I was reading um, Juval Harari's book, 21 Lessons for the 21st Century. And there was a chapter in that book that is called Those Who Own the Data Own the Future. And it made me think of you. So how do you interpret this statement? Do you think it's true? And why is that? Well, what's happening in the world, new innovations, restrictions, how different businesses are the ones on top, I see a massive change. So yes, I would agree on that. Can you delve a little bit deeper about those changes? How is it impacting the way that we do business, for example? Well, let's face it, D2C brands are now in a very... uh, different spot than they were a few years ago. You have increasing customer acquisition costs, you have the war in Ukraine, you have the inflation, you have lots of things. I would always um, tell my clients that now you are in a environment and, and in a world where there are constant changes. So that means that you need to be uh, up to date. And I guess the problem is that a lot of big corporations who don't, for example, sell directly to their customers, the feedback loop is long. So they might have some access to data, like third-party data, for example, to provide some sort of insights into their customers, but it's not very up-to-date, I guess, or as specific as you would like. So what do you see the the challenge for those big corporations that are using third-party data? Here, here, third-party data isn't the quality first-party data is. So it will never never be the quality that you get when you are selling directly with a Shopify Plus store to your customer. So um, we've noticed that the best brands currently running, they are using machine learning, AI, and all the best skills with their own private data that they're collecting via that one-on-one relationship with the customers. So the one-on-one relationship is very and truly valuable. Uh, The basic issue with third-party data typically is that you get that data with uh, with a delay, so it's not quite up-to-date. And as the world keeps evolving so fast, even like one day can mean the world. So that's just one thing to point out. And then the the fact that if you are running uh, your operations only via retailers, um, from my perspective, third-party uh, data is the kiss of death for any brand in 2022. You need to do at least something indirect. Especially now with certain restrictions like the GDPR and other regulations, it's becoming trickier to actually be able to use that third-party data. 
So even more so, I would say that's important that we have other ways of gaining access to that data. So you mentioned those successful DTC brands who do have access to the first party data, but even them, it's, you know, data, it's everywhere. You have lots of it. If you're not a data expert, even if you have that access to that data, are you able to interpret in the right way? Is that one of the maybe issues there or how do you see the challenge for those DTC brands? I love your indirect question here. So yes, the amount of data is massive. If you're running one Shopify Plus store, you are collecting crazy amounts of data. Not to mention that you would have multiple stores or even multiple brands, so you collect tons of data. And quite many brands are struggling with what to do with the data. What are the data points I should collect? What are the data points where I should focus? And there we can definitely help them out. That's our bread and butter. That we can really make sure that they are collecting data the right way and they understand, as example, what kind of data Shopify store can collect. Because one single Shopify store collects actually very interesting data points. And I think that later on in this episode, we can, we can talk more about that list as well. Absolutely. We'll definitely get back into that. But let's dive a little bit more deeper into those kind of common data pit pitfalls that the DTC brands experience, because um, for many, they might not even be able to identify what those pitfalls are, because data might be new to them. So can you tell us about the most common ones that you have witnessed? Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, so the first thing, too many brands, they lack a data strategy. They just focus on the D2C operation, running the business, but you don't even, even have a data strategy. My um, sort of like key take here would be that every single D2C brand, you should have like two separate strategies that then um, are linked to each other. So number one is your actual like business strategy, which is running the everyday operation, typically selling physical items or, or services. And then another strategy, which is data who is responsible of the data in that company, how to collect data, how to use that data, how to analyze that data, uh, what kind of data points are needed, what kind of data points we are still lacking, um, all of that. So that would be like my number one pitfall that you need a data strategy. If you have no idea what a data strategy is, then you need to definitely find out. And if you are not familiar at handling data or playing data games, then you definitely need some help. So all of those efforts have been uh, super valuable for those businesses. The most fastest growing businesses understand the value of data and they perform all of their actions based on data. And uh, just to point out that uh, this is sort of like the number one pitfall. Can I just budge in with a, a, an additional question? Can the data be misleading though? Because how do you know <laughs> if the data is accurate? <laughs> Well, definitely, yeah. If, if you don't know what to do with the data, then it can be like super misleading. Um, our take is that we have a dedicated data team that actually understands also D2C businesses and, and, and those like business 
perspective. So let's be honest, I'm a business guy. I look everything from the business perspective. And that's something that we feel strong about, that also the data persons, data analysts, data insights, uh, people who are in, in, in sort of like in charge of insights and all of that, they should understand the business, the business environment, this specific business case. So you need to understand the business before uh, taking a, a look on data and then Secondly, like if you are still a young business and you haven't been running for a long period of time, then you have only a very limited amount of data. So data becomes valuable. The more you have customers, the more you have operations, and then you can actually like like um, make some kind of decisions based on that. Um, and just like being super honest that if you are doing some kind of testing in business, that can always like fail. But uh, from our perspective, the basic thing there is that you need to do testing, you need to analyze data, you need to try to understand data, you need to understand the, the right data points and ask the right questions from your customer. Because overall, it's all about the customer, their needs, their behavior and everything. So data shouldn't be only linked to, uh, to the products or sales, but the customers. And from there, you really try to understand that, hey, what could I do next? How could I adjust my operations in this kind of a world with crazy inflation and all? So it really is about business intelligence um, using data, especially with a management, like a data management platform, as you mentioned before, Ellis. Could you talk a little bit more about how a platform like this actually um, helps the let's say, merchant e-commerce manager on a day-to-day -day basis. Definitely. Like pitfall number two that we have experienced is that um, D2C brands don't do enough customer segmentation. Uh, that's how we, we, we got started. And that's definitely a major topic as well. And it lands on my table every single day. Yeah, this typically belongs to the e-commerce team, but can also be your, um, up to your marketing team. If you have one or if you have outsourced part of your marketing, then those persons should know all of your customer segments. Um, so how can a marketing person be effective? if they end up uh, marketing your products to consumers who are absolutely the worst. So as example, there are consumer segments which end up uh, returning all of the items or complaining about everything. So they shouldn't be on your top list. So understanding your own customer segmentation has been number one thing why we started with the whole Ellis project and why we have now co-created this um, platform with top D2C brands where we can really help them out with data, how we simplify data, how we make data more digestible and how we try to get rid of all of those manual Excel sheets. There's a lot of different data-driven platforms out there. What, what, what would you say then would be kind of a differentiator when it comes to Ellis and how do you make the right choice when it comes to picking a data-driven platform that's suitable for your business? Hmm. So I think like overall, it's good to understand that D2C business is special. So direct to consumer selling items directly to consumers is a special form of business. So not every single data tool can, can fit in this business. And first, it's super important to understand the industry and also understand that, as example, Shopify's own data model is gold. Um, it can collect lots of very important data points. And by using those, we can then 
squeeze out import and KPIs which you can follow. But um, the, the big question here uh, typically is for a brand owner or responsible that are you currently collecting the right, right data points that you really need? So my, my sort of like challenge uh, here to, to our customers is that do this first and only then think about ways to gain them and ways to analyze them. So we start from the drawing board. That's sort of like the step number one or step number two, which we look at. And only after then talk about the technology. Uh, the slight issue here is that if you are very like idea data driven, you are always looking at all the possibilities there are in the world. But my um, uh, way of looking at things is that what are the issues I'm facing, how to overcome them, and only after that start to talk about technology. You've mentioned about helping all D2C brands. I would like to hear more about like a specific result that you have gotten um, from the analyzing the data and how that has impacted the, the way that the uh, business runs things, for example. For sure. Um, I think like, let's face it, <laughs> what happened with Facebook and Google, that was interesting. So just like a few years ago, all D2C brands were uh, reliant on, on Google and Facebook data when it came to like demographics. They had the best picture, they were uh, delivering it for you as you were doing your advertising. And you could do some kind of a basic level of segmentation there. Um, and now it's all gone or at least for the most part, and then you are in trouble. Um, so quite many are still in shock related to that and don't know quite how to proceed. So what we have hoped is that for the majority, just collecting very basic data points is super valuable. It can be age, it can be uh, the precise birthday, it can be if you are male or female, uh, it can be also about like areas of interest or those areas where you are not so interested in. So if you have a brand that is uh, having like seven major categories, we can try to make uh, understand that which are the categories that really are up to your alley. Um, so these basic things have already helped with the customer segmentation. So my, my thing here is that um, brands should do the segmentation themselves. They should understand to collect those key data points that are very valuable for their business. You can't anymore outsource that to a platform such as Meta or, or, or Google. They are not anymore doing that to that extent. So you need to collect the main data points yourself. And that you can easily do either in Shopify or with some kind of a app-based solutions such as uh, loyalty programs like Yotpo or others. So and the, the basic thing just is to stop, have a look, which data points you need to cover and then really like push that further. So what we have as example done with our customers, let's let's go with the case, uh, a clothing company that was struggling with really understanding that who are their most valuable customers. Um, so what we did there is that uh, we connected this customer to Alice and then we did a very good data study. We noticed that uh, they are collecting uh, more demographics data on their uh, most valuable customers, but then the big mass, they have no idea. So with some advanced machine learning technologies, we could then understand that who are all the rest and their behavior. And now they can target all of their customer acquisition for these segments and make sure that it would be um, as uh, personalized and as only possible. And that definitely did a major leap in their sales. 
plus that they have now full transparency on almost all of their customers so that they can better understand who are shopping from us and how to develop the whole brand further, what kind of products to launch and so on. So um, we help them to choose the data points they really need and then we help to visualize KPIs and more data um, that were linked with that and now they have full transparency on all of their existing and new customers that if something is super valuable that's some impressive results <laughs> so you can even find new markets new segments through data yeah and you can sort of like get a better understanding of your own um, customers and your own customers life um, so overall I think like it would be super important for many brands to just stop for a while and try to understand that who are purchasing from me you typically look at the sales figures and I'm not saying that that wouldn't be super important but it would be also important to understand that who are purchasing from me have that one-on-one -on -one relationship with those and also to understand that why someone returns why someone doesn't return and what was like the initial result so that you wouldn't be too hasty you wouldn't look at only a few KPIs but you would have a true understanding of your own customers because the customers are the actual goal the sales figures are just a result of that relationship where you're providing them uh, goods and services yeah and it helps it helps the to increase the customer lifetime value when you understand why your customers are buying from you how frequently uh because of course like you said the customer acquiring new customers is always going to be more expensive so if you can maximize the possibility of um bringing those already buying customers back um it's always better for the business but i have to touch upon an important topic which is you know, the challenging times that we are in at currently and the topic of sustainability in business is extremely hot right now. And a lot of businesses are also thinking, you know, it's not just about growing exponentially, but how could they make their business sustainable for the long term? So I would like to address a question for you. Is data actually a, a tool to help business in a sustainable way for sure um, i would like to think that another way through so first of all it's the planet it's it's the customers and it's the money so that would be sort of like my current priority list um, and what we have done with with our ls which is a d2c brand data management platform that we have started to map their esg figures so that the brands can understand that what kind of impact they have and that they can also focus on important topics where they can make the, the environment better, they don't overproduce stuff and all of those topics. We also see that this whole area is pretty new. Uh, it's something that the big, big brands have, have done, but it's not yet on the level where there would be easy to reach standards, especially for growing D2C brands. So what we have started, we have started that already with some of our customers. We are measuring, as example, the unnecessary returns. We are measuring 
carbon footprint and we are now looking at all the matters that that, that one brand should do uh, to be realistic i think like d2c e-commerce will be similar that it has been brands are still uh, producing value to their customers they might have physical items or non-physical items or different kind of services but you just need to be aware of what is um, outside of the whole entire business what's happening with the planet, how to re reduce something that isn't absolutely necessary and how to be transparent to your end consumers as well. Because I see a major shift in, in consumer behavior that new, new customers are even more demanding. They want to understand how these items are produced, how to make sure that, as example, clothes would last longer and, and everything that is related there. So definitely that's a major area that we are now working with. Um, and if you want to know more, feel free to be in touch. We are uh, debating that with our customers on, on, on daily basis. So definitely if you are into um, ESG reporting, environmental topics and how to make sure that your, your D2C brand is uh, know like um, understanding their impact then feel free to reach out please tell them where they can reach you <laughs> <laughs> definitely you can reach us at uh, woolman.co or allist.is so two websites uh, woolman.co is a good starting place where you can anytime reach us out uh, we are the largest shopify plus partner in europe um, and now we have like a dedicated data team that is working with this precise topic. So feel free to reach out at uh, us at any time. Thank you very much, Mikko, for being here. And thank you for our listeners. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now. <laughs>